Today, folks, we are a house divided. Oh, and already I'm too loud. I'm Alexa. And I'm Cadence. And we're Something Something Sinister Sinister Podcast. Podcast. As I was saying, today we are a house divided. Not really. Cadence (laughs) is a poser, so it's okay. She didn't even know who the quarterback was. I just didn't know who the fill-in was. I know he's a pretty big deal. I know. She still doesn't know, and I told her her his his name. So what's his name? Hold on, I know he's a white guy and he's a redhead. Uh-huh. God damn it. I do I definitely know who it is. He's done he's filled in before. <laughs> he's the swing, as the performers would say. Yeah, he's the swing. He's their um he's their backup. Right. He's their uh shit. What is his goddamn name? What's his name? Shit. Now I have a Mari Cooper's name stuck in my head. Okay. Anyways, today I am repping um, Mr. C.D. Lamb, number 88, for the Cowboys because we won today 10 to 25. Yeah, she checked that. Like, she Googled that on the way here because she realized that she was wearing a Cowboys jersey. And I knew that Alexa would question me, <laughs> so I had to Google it. Yeah, pretty I much. actually just Googled the score. I knew they were playing today because it's Sunday. Well, they could have played on Monday. You know what? what? Is this a sports podcast? <laughs> I feel she like it is also, she has a new name. Her name is Shih Tzu. <laughs> Alexa's making fun of my hair. No, she's the one who said, do I look like a Shih Tzu? And I said, yes, you do. Guys, we're back to the short hair. You're going to hear lots of complaints. Get over it. Okay. Yeah, she hates her life right now. But I it, do. It doesn't look that bad. It's actually not super short. It's just so thin. Anyways, what is this <laughs> podcast today? I don't know. Let's get started. Okay, so um, we it, are any other news? Off. No, we're I, kicking off. Wait, what? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say this at the beginning because now that it's officially fall, um. If you've ever considered buying the merch that we currently have listed, mm-hmm. now would be the time, like I'm saying, within a few days, because we are <laughs> yeah. switching companies. We are. And so the designs are probably going to slightly change, but um, mm-hmm. it is officially hoodie season, and yeah. we've got some really fucking cute hoodies and crewnecks. We do. So go buy them before we change everything. For sure. You definitely should. And uh, we have a promo code that you can use. Yep. Isn't it SSP10? SSP10. Yeah. Something Sinister Podcast 10. Yeah. So SSP10 <clears throat> gets you 10% off. Yeah. And that's as good as we can do. So don't ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> don't get greedy. It ain't Christmas yet. Okay. Not yet. Not Capish. yet. Capiche? Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so something spiked. Yep. She's drinking a... <laughs> Bud Light Seltzer. I said it's football day. I want a beer. <laughs> there mm. it is. And uh, I'm drinking a tequila soda with pomegranate. Same thing that we were drinking last time. Mm, I wonder if this is good. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> nope, it sucks. But that's fine. Does it? No, it's actually not that bad. Okay, All right. okay guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. So real quick disclaimer. Our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed was found on the internet. Keep in mind, we will talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. And this is the only warning you get. This story is about children. Mm. And 
gruesome. So funny little backstory from all of this is that I, I want to say I had heard of this, but when I was, I kept, I read, obviously I started with Wikipedia Mm -hmm. and it was so like dramatized that I was like, there's no way that this is real. Like somebody came in and like romanticized the story, like fluffed it a bit. Right. And then the more I dug and the more articles I read, I was like, no, it's really, we just have, no, it's real. It's real. And there's a ton of information on, on this, uh, serial killer. And so I'm throwing a lot at you guys. Like we know a lot about this person. So, um, drinking word. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who this guy is. So um, let's do. Um, we talk about prostitution a lot. So do you want to use and sex prostitute? Um, hmm, 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 hmm. Or rape or. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why using rape as a drinking I mean, word listen, is like gets we me. talk about rape. We, we do. do. We so, talk about rape. Um, let's do um, assault. Let's Guilt. just do sex. 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 Okay. Sex. Are you going to say sex? A lot. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say sex a lot. Okay. So sex, sexy, sexual, whatever. <clears throat> that is the drinking word. Okay. So today we are actually talking about two serial killers but we're mm-hmm. focusing on the husband so we are talking about Fred West um he is known for the Gloucestershire House of Horrors he committed at least 12 murders not including brutal rapes assaults and other crimes alongside his second wife Rosemary over a 20 year span mm. worst part being is their children are also victims oh, so god guys it's rough so we are officially in a new season we are in the season of the libra so that is from september 23rd to october 22nd my Mm -hmm. little sister is a libra it makes a lot of sense the littlest one Mm -hmm. okay okay and (laughs) we're fighting right now (laughs) what's new (laughs) um so from ranker uh, by Madame Ruby, we love. Libras are charming, selfish, self-pitying, which is an important one, oh. clever, and unreliable. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Um, unreliable, huh? Yes, which also, like, all of these words really fit. I would say unreliable, self-pitying, hmm. um, and charming. Charming is also going to fit into the story. So... Yeah, I'm like curious how charming uh, fits into it, but yeah. I'm speculating in my head. This so this I'll story is so fucked up, guys. Okay, so born Frederick Walter Stephen West on September 29th, 1941. So exactly two years before my Nana. Lots of oh family relations in this story. Wow, yeah. weird. So just a couple of days ago was his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um Happy birthday, Nana. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay. Just Nana. Not this guy. No, not, not Fuck Fred. This guy. Fuck Fred. Fuck Fred. You know, that's my skeleton's name. Fred? Fred? Yeah. Uh, well, you can think of this story every time you look at Fred now. <laughs> so good luck with that. Okay. So um, he was born in a small county in West Midlands of England. Uh, he came from a poor but very close family. And mm. I wrote close family 
before I read what how close his family was yeah the wrong kind of close the wrong kind of close Mm. so they were very protective it was a family of farmers so it's kind of like everybody chip into the family blah Mm -hmm. blah blah um his mom was overbearing unattractive a really rough woman and dad was strict and also rapey so ew yes uh 1946 so he's about five the family moves just outside of their previous county dad is still working on the farms um, as a milking herdsman and a harvest hand and to kind of set the scene of how they lived it's a cottage without like plumbing electricity like we're talking like 40s so farm poverty too yeah um so 1951 at this point mom has given birth to her eighth child so lots of kids in this tiny little eight yes eight yeah so good luck with that poor vagina (laughs) oh my god and wallet which apparently is non-existent to begin with Mm. so it's mentioned that fred is the first surviving so at this point there's six surviving kids so i'm assuming there was also some death at a young age i don't know like malnutrition but i mean it's the 40s yeah, and I mean, like, if they are in a really remote, like, area, yeah. I mean, they're probably, they d- probably don't have access to, like, healthcare or anything like that. And I feel like right. in those times, there were so many different, like, diseases and stuff, and it wasn't uncommon yeah. for children. Wasn't this around the time of the potato die. famine? I'm kidding. I'm so fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her so much. <laughs> so kidding don't ask me when the potato famine was but i know it wasn't in the 40s oh my god what if it was and now i sound really stupid yeah right i have no idea and that's something that i would not know okay now i'm getting anxious so let's move on from history so <laughs> it is noted that fred is is his mom's favorite and it also goes to show that every parent has a favorite so if you yeah, say you I'm don't the favorite and i'm the favorite of my dad's and like my sister has two twins and I have a favorite out of the twins. So like everyone has a favorite. Right. Get over it. So um, he's really close to all of his siblings. The kids are all disciplined. They do chores. They work on the farm, berry picking, harvesting, hunting, all of that. So all kids, including Fred, were taught a very strong work ethic from an early age. That's good. Um, so <clears throat> Fred uh, at a young age takes interest in petty theft I'm sure one is a means to survive, but also it just becomes like an actual obsession or a hobby. Yeah. His classmates recall him being like, I mean, the poor kid. He's scruffy, sickly looking, in trouble. He is nearly illiterate. I mean, he's very uneducated, but he's really skilled at woodwork and art. But at 15, he drops out of school, starts working on the same farm as his dad, and so the secret behind his whole family is there's a ton of incest, oh, which is really unfortunate. Fred later admits that his mom is the one who introduced him to sex at 12 years old. First drink. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about the 40s. Like mm-hmm. we're not talking about the 1800s where like you incest had to have incest was, to survive. Yeah. Or like incest was a thing. Like you married within yeah. the family to keep the bloodline yeah. or to keep no. the name or this whatever. This is the 40s. Like, this is the 1940s. These are civilized is, people. Yeah. Illegal at this time. Yeah. Right. So um, what's really sad about. Oh, he also uh, was introduced to bestiality. 
So um, that was a popular thing within the family. They are just sex obsessed. Ew. Like that's just. Ew. I don't know. Yeah, it's really gross. And this isn't even like the worst of the story. We're just getting started. So uh, let's see. Do to do to do. Um, Incest was actually considered very normal in his family since uh, Fred had witnessed his father also having sex with his sisters. Um, He they they say that they genuinely did not see this as anything abnormal. So um, there are a couple of Fred's, I guess, brothers that later in life said that this was made up by Fred and it's all delusion and a lie. But everyone else that reports on this says that this is what, like, the family did it. It was a a known thing. Yeah, I mean, clearly it was a learned behavior. Well, and they talk about it later, like, yeah, this is what we did. And so it's, yeah, it's... It's all really sick. So whether it's true or not, this is at least what was said by, like, everyone. So um, 1957, he's around 16 years old. Fred and another one of his brothers attended a youth club where he was labeled the country bumpkin for his accent. So by the sounds of, like, what happened at this, like, dance hall country club Mm -hmm. is that he starts attempting to sexually assault both grown and young girls or grown women and young girls so he saw these women as like for his to take um whenever he wanted so he wanted to go up and grab someone he did if he wanted to drag someone away by the arm like he did did. he's like no you're a woman like you're mine again a learned behavior yeah that genuinely probably seemed normal to him because that's how he grew up he's like i'm not doing anything wrong why aren't these women wanting to come with me right He is aggressively approaching them, fondling them. If a girl actually agreed, they didn't get a lot of satisfaction because Mm -hmm. he's all about himself. Very selfish. So, again, it kind of goes back to the Libra thing of being selfish but charming. Yeah, but it sounds like at that point he wasn't really charming. It was more of like a forced behavior. Right. Like, exactly. you're going to do what I want you to do regardless. You know, some girls like the bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay back to the sexual assault so <laughs> guys it's not funny if you missed previous episodes i'm sorry you're missing the joke yeah you i are. don't want to explain myself every time i offend you, you. can just read the uh review from just Karen. read the review <laughs> okay so about a year later fred has a motorcycle accident which ended with a fractured skull broken arm broken leg and a seven-day coma mm. so serial killer anybody head trauma okay head trauma yep. um he used braces for several months afterwards he had a Yikes. metal plate in his head one leg was permanently shorter than the other um wow yes and after this Obviously, he develops an extreme phobia for hospitals, but also starts having rage outbursts. Mm. So it's not... I mean, the head trauma, that makes sense. Exactly. I mean, and it sounds like he was already aggressive, but now we're talking about like... To the extreme. Yeah. Totally heightened. So two years later, um, he's... This is, he has another head injury. Oh, God. But listen to this. So um, he basically tried to grope this girl and she pushes him off of a two-story fire escape 
wow go her right yeah she was like hell no and pushes this bastard off of a fire escape <laughs> oh my god like holy shit like good job and he lived sadly mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Damn. now we are in 1961 he is around he's 20 years old mm-hmm. um Fred's 13-year-old sister comes forward to their mom and says that Fred has been raping her for the past seven months, and she's now pregnant. Oh, God. So just to kind of tell you, like, this whole Fred's delusional about the family's incest, it's like, well, he impregnated his sister. so 13 years old. uh, Yeah. I guess the brother was saying that the dad and the mom being a part of it was the delusion. But they learned it from somewhere. Right. Exactly. So. Um, Fred was arrested. He admitted to raping girls since he was in his teens. Um, but he, again, thought it was totally normal. And he even asked the police, doesn't everybody do it? So So again, a learned behavior. It's disgusting. That is so gross. It's so bad. And he was tried. Five months later, um, and even though mom did not support the actions, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, she's the one who taught him, but okay. Yeah, she decided to testify in his defense. Of course she did. Bitch. Okay, but thank God uh, she, she came like, to her oh, senses. Oh, but my, my son and daughter, they love each other. Yeah. In a different way. <laughs> They're really close. Our family is very close. <laughs> so it's sick. It's what sick. The fuck? But she did come to her senses. Um gave that fucking idiotic idea a second thought she backed out last minute refused to testify and because of this the Mm. case falls apart for him um the family disowns him mom disappears fred moves in with his aunt next year it said that they kind of make peace with the family but they were never really a family again so that's probably for the best probably um everybody just needs to move on yeah did sister like have the baby does anyone know um it did not say Wow. So I would assume she probably remains very private. A lot of people in this story have remained very private. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you if you were part of that family and you're realizing like, oh, this isn't normal behavior? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, a ton. I when the more I got into this, I was like, my God, like you could go down everybody's individual backstory and all of this. And there's there's just so So much. much. So 1962 this is just a year later fred reconnects with this woman named Catherine rena costello um she also has a pe- past of petty theft and prostitution so mm. company meets company mm-hmm. they had met a few years back at, a, at that dance hall or a dance hall so Catherine marries fred in november but she was currently pregnant with um, an Asian man's baby. Oh, my gosh. So Did he know this? Yes. Okay. He knew this, still agrees to marry her. She's done with the Asian man. But the family is not pleased specifically because it's going to be a mixed race baby. Of course. So they don't attend the wedding. The only guest was one of his younger brothers. Wow. There was a lot of, like, relocating for this guy. Hmm. But Fred at one point becomes an ice cream truck driver. God. Which is like the last job that he should have. That this pedophile slash rapist should be working. Oh my God. So he is an ice cream truck driver. They explained the baby's mixed race by saying Catherine originally had a miscarriage, so they adopted mm. this baby. Her name is Charmaine. 
Um, born March of 1963. Okay. Charmaine. 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 Yeah. Charmaine. I guess Charmaine. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fred, um, at this point, like once he's with Catherine, this is where like the sexual advances start getting aggressive. He starts demanding sex regularly and it just said, but not sex of the regular kind. Oh, so God. I'm a guess. I'm guessing we're getting into like, yeah, like bondage, sadomasochism sad- already. Yeah. Right. I've never had sex, so I don't know what sex of the of the normal kind is. <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna go there. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> July 1964. <laughs> I hate everyone. Okay, so this is like two years later. Oh, it says just over a year later. So <laughs> whatever the I date was is. I gonna say we were just in 1963. Yes. So Catherine has another daughter. Her name is Anne. I want to make this very clear. Her name is Anne, but there's several Anne's in this story. So we're going to call this girl Anna. Okay. So Anna is the daughter. Okay. Anna Marie. Is he the dad? Yes. Okay. He is the dad this time. So former neighbors and people in their life describe Catherine as being a good mom, but she's struggling to raise two kids. Fred, on the other hand, is described as harsh. So we're going to start seeing behaviors of his father, but like a million times worse. Oh, shit. So at one point, he makes a cage out of the girl's bunk bed. So if you can picture the bottom half of the bunk bed, only he put bars up so that they like can't get out. So the baby can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. um, Only letting them out, like, when they need to work. We're getting into the chores and, like, earn your keep around the house kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, not good stuff. So they hire a nanny, Issa McNeil. Uh, She introduces them to her 16-year-old friend, Mm. Anne McFall. Why? I don't know. She's just like, hey, you guys seem like normal people. Here's a 16-year-old girl. Mm. Bad idea. Terrible idea. So she ends up spending a lot of time with the family and sort of starts taking over the nanny duties. Fred later says he has multiple affairs, Mm. even having one illegitimate child with another woman. But that being said, there's something that's starting to develop between Fred and Anne, the Mm, nanny. The 16-year-old nanny. Yes. Um, When Catherine finds out about this infidelity. She flips shit. She decides to have an affair. Oh. I mean, that's that's the healthy thing to do. Yeah, of course. You fuck around on me. I fuck with you. Okay, so lovely. not with you, with someone else. With someone else. So this guy's name is John. Uh, Fred even finds the two of them together. Oh. So lovely picture to walk in on yeah um he punches Catherine in the face (laughs) which causes causes lover boy to then punch fred who already has like a brawl has several head Head traumas traumas. oh my god fred attempts to stab john the lover with a knife to which john punches him a second time so hard that fred's like okay i'm done stop like i give up i'm sorry white flag white flag Wow. <clears throat> so, and I put another head injury to add to the list. Yeah, question probably, mark. probably. Yes. Um, he probably like felt his brain rock. He's like, oh shit, here's another concussion. <laughs> He's like, God Abort, damn it. Time out. <laughs> time Abort. Out. Yeah. <laughs> 
So later, John is quoted saying he couldn't tackle a man, but he wasn't so slow in attacking women. And I think, honestly, I don't know a lot about this John mm. guy, but what you'll hear from the story is like, I think he was genuinely trying. Right. Um, but I thought that quote said a lot. I was like, oh, that's deep. Yeah, no kidding. So he, John continues his relationship with Catherine, but begins to notice he... I guess he's weird shit in the family. I guess he understands that like she's married. I'm assuming because she would, he would come to her or whatever. And he starts noticing more bruising, especially on her face, um, like more attacks. And so what does he do about this? He beats the fuck out of Fred again. So once he witnessed Fred strike his own daughter across the face when she asked for an ice cream from the van. So all anything that John witnessed or noticed, he would immediately go to Fred and just beat the living fuck out of him. So good for you, John. Yeah. Good job, John. Wish you would have just left with them, but we'll get to that. So yeah, we are in November 1965. Mm. Update. Fred is only 24 years old at this point. Yeah, I was going to say he's young. Yeah. Where he's he's still a young little tot and he's yeah. getting himself into some deep shit. Yeah. So Fred genuinely accidentally runs over like a four year old boy and kills him. Oh my god! And from everything, it's like no, this was a genuine accident. accident. But he does. Um, he was oh, cleared god. of any wrongdoing, but worried the community wouldn't see it that way because of his job and and his, his reputation. Past. Yeah, I so, mean, he looks like he's a psychopath. <clears throat> exactly. So. He takes the kids, they move, just him and the kids. Mm -hmm. So follow me on this because this gets a little like kind of crazy. Okay. Catherine joins them a year later. I don't know why this Catherine chick ever thinks it's a good idea to leave her kids with this man, but she does several times. Oh my God. But And for a year. Yes. And so she, when she rejoins him, she brings along um, the nanny and... And the nanny's 16, 17, however old she is now, friend. Okay. So all of them are living in this, like, camper. Mm. And Fred finds work as a semi-truck driver for a slaughterhouse. Um, This is bad. Yeah, that's... This is getting bad. Yeah. So um, into this, like, a year into this, he's becoming more violent, sexually sadistic, dominant, controlling over all of the women. Mm. Um, But Catherine and the nanny do take most of the heat in all of this. Why? Because he's secretly in love with Anne. Right. So he would attack and sexually abuse his daughter, Charmaine. This is the half Asian girl. Keep in mind. He's abusing her and then encouraging Catherine to pimp her out so that they could have more money and not have to live in a fucking van. Oh my god. Instead of yeah. you getting another job, you yeah. want to pimp out your daughter. I mean, technically it's not even his daughter, it's her but, daughter, but he raised her. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And she's so, a child. Exactly. No, she's like a baby. Let's see. She was born in what year with it? Was 63, it? 63. Yeah. Yeah. So she's only three, four years old. It's so sad. Oh, my God. So Catherine calls up John to the rescue, says, hey, get us the fuck out of here. So they all come up with a plan to get everybody out of the house, um, except Anne, because Mm. at this point, Catherine's kind of seeing what's going on. Right. Uh, She's madly in love with Fred. Mm. So they have this secretly scheduled meet time to escape. But guess who shows up? 
fucking Fred. So Anne kind of spilled the beans oh, yeah. on she this. She was like, oh, by the way, they are planning on leaving. Yeah. So one good up. thing is uh, <laughs> John once again beats the fuck out of Fred God. at this meetup. So Fred what? just like, can't get enough. Why can't? Why didn't John just like end it? Like, like just choke him out and I kill him. I don't condone like murder, but like this man yeah. should have died a long time ago. He has like nine lives. Yeah, he nine does. Nine lives. So what's really sad about all of this is the police are called mm. Catherine, John, the nanny, and I think maybe the nanny's boyfriend. There was like another guy that was there. They are able to leave, but they can't take the kids. Mm-hmm. And... Anne remains calm as she informs her nanny friend that she'll be staying with Fred. And the kids. And the kids. Fred Fred threatens to kill Catherine if he ever sees her again. Oh, God. So she leaves. So the kids are with Fred once again. Mm. Um, it is said over the years that Catherine attempts to contact and visit them often. But obviously Catherine. Unsuccessful, probably. Unsu- yeah, I'm sure. And... Again, I'm. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. We don't know how strong these attempts were, but it's. I mean, it's it sounds sad. like she's okay leaving her kids. Yeah, like and it doesn't look good for her. It does not no. look good for her. So, um, all the while, Catherine is developing huge resentment for Anne, mm-hmm. considering she is acting as the stepmom. Of um, course, she starts attempting i guess to steal from fred and ann whenever she's around but she's arrested at one point because she gets caught sentenced to three Mm. years probation so like we're just dealing with a bunch of just fuckheads honestly yeah no kidding it's uh the poor fucking kids yeah that that's what's sad about all of this is the kids i don't really care about any of these people so Catherine isn't completely done with fred Because Sounds like she's addicted to toxicity. Yes. She mm. kind of goes back and forth between living with Fred, living away from Fred. Mm-hmm. But at some point, um, Anne. So Anne is from Scotland. Mm-hmm. She's not from where these people are from. She doesn't okay. want to go back to Scotland. So she is asking Fred to marry her please divorce Catherine. Mm-hmm. marry me we'll have a more fulfilling life and Got so it. she really starts pushing this like so get she can rid get of Catherine. citizenship in yeah. the uk so Anne was wrong mm. uh dead wrong some people might say because in july 1967 um, and goes missing so she's missing. She is 18 and also eight months pregnant with Fred's child. Oh, my God. I mean, what did she... I don't want to blame her because it's not her fault. Like, but what did she expect? She saw Fred beat the shit out of Catherine. Rape his kids. Yeah, rape his kids, beat his kids, and decided, like, oh, I'm in love with this man. Like, yeah. he's going to be so good to me. And then gets pregnant by him yeah also keeping in mind i mean it sounds if if fred truly thought that like what he experienced in his home life was normal i'm sure he told people i'm sure he told people like i got my sister pregnant and we all fucked each other right it's sick god it's so sick so um back to 1967 a month after Anne had unknowingly gone missing so no one even really knew she was missing it was kind of just like eh, she left 
So Catherine is back in the picture with Fred at this point. The relationship was seemingly better, uh, but Catherine leaves again mm. a year into it, again leaves the kids with him. Oh, my God. And um, he would then himself go to place the kids in temporary care with social services. Well, good. So that he's was down probably on his the luck. best place for the kids. Agreed. Doesn't last long, but agreed. It was probably okay for a bit. So a couple years later, we are introduced to Rosemary Letts. So she is born November 29th, and she's a Sagittarius, which we've covered. But just as a quick refresh for you guys, impulsive, gets bored easily, hard time admitting when they're wrong, reckless, Mm. crazy. Okay. That, I threw that one in. So Rosemary is now going to be Fred's new lover. Sure. We'll okay. get into it. Okay. So right now. Well, you said born. So I was confused. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. who had a kid? Sorry. I, I was just refreshing because she's going to be part of the serial killer couple. Got it. Okay. Spoiler alert. Like, is she a child, like a baby no. or is this like Well, you a know, she lover. is a child. She's 15 years old when they meet. Okay. So we are dealing with a child. So she is a child. So. Fred meets her after her 15th birthday on the bus. So it's suspected that he's kind of been scouting her. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she was at first pretty disturbed by him. Again, Mm. he's poor. He's unkept. He's dirty. Um, But Rosemary, a little backstory on her, which we could do a whole episode over her. Like, I swear the information on these people is endless. But she came from a bad home. Mom, which we just covered in our last episode, or in one of our last two episodes, her mom went through electroconvulsive therapy while oh, she was pregnant. Oh, shit. Yeah. You want to talk about making a serial killer? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Uh, and she did it for her depression. So she's got some sort of like prepartum depression. I'm sure some major postpartum. But she goes through like electric shock, shock therapy while she's pregnant. Wow. It kind of like reminds me and... I forgot to tell you, I started the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix, and it reminds me of, like, his mom. Yeah. And, you know, that's clearly a true story that she had a bunch of mental illnesses, and whenever she was pregnant, she was prescribed all these different medications. Yeah. And I had read that she was even prescribed lithium at a time, too. Yeah. And, you know, so... While she's pregnant with Jeffrey Dahmer, she's taking lithium plus morphine plus all these other medications. It's like, Can what you are have, these first doctors First off, anybody think? that's descri- prescribed morphine and lithium? And lithium as a means of curing depression. Uh, or curing anything. Well, anything other than like major pain. <laughs> it's insane. Insane. So... Wow. Her dad is um, clinically diagnosed schizophrenic. He has mm. also sexually and physically abused his family. So we are, it's like uh, so many times when you watch like interviews on these people, it's like it is a one in a million chance that these two met each other because wow. they have such similar backgrounds that it is just it is just crazy. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's sad. I don't have any other words. Yeah. So, um, he charmed her on these mm-hmm. bus rides over a couple of days. Again, I'm sure a lot of this was, what is it called? Groomed. Um, yeah. so she do, 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 played hard to get, finally allowed him one day to walk her home. He is super charming. Rosemary admitted to Fred that she'd never had a boyfriend, but 
and I'm guessing this is in his terms, came off as very promiscuous. Mm. I hate the whole, like, she asked for it. Yeah. But when you hear about this girl, she's, she's clearly asking for it when you get into what she does. Oh, so um, coming off as promiscuous, he went on to basically pity himself, which was part of the Libra description, self-pity, mm-hmm. saying, I'm a single dad, raised raising kids on my own. I wish I had a larger family. I wish I had a mommy. So oh it's disgusting. So he kind of started courting her. She, he would do, like, secret admirer things. Like, she worked in this bakery. Hmm. Um, he would, like, send things in and be like, tell, tell that girl that, like, this is from her secret admirer. And then oh he'd be standing God. on the streets, like, all fucking dirty. Like, oh, it's me. Yeah, like um, throwing rocks at the window <laughs> with a <yeah>. boombox. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it worked. She starts accepting dates. They start dating. Gross. Uh. So she starts looking after the kids who, according to her, were clearly neglected. So she could recognize they were neglected. She kind of steps into mommy role. She would, at least in the beginning, encourage like family outings or um, maybe actually eating because they were neglected. Exactly. So it kind of seemed like it was fine. So a few weeks of this shit go by. Rosemary quits the bread shop. She becomes Fred's nanny mm. on the agreement that he would give her enough money to convince her parents that she was still working. Because keep in mind, we're still talking about like a 15, 16 year old. Yeah. So she's and this is in the from her late family. 60s. So again, it's not like uncivilized. Like you got to go to school. You got to yeah. work. You yeah. got to do these things. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, whatever. I'll um, do whatever for you, baby. Exactly. Daddy. Okay. <laughs> After a few months of this, um, she does introduce Fred to her family, mm. and they were fucking pissed. Yeah, they're like, this man is almost 30 years old, and you are 15. Keep in mind, though, her dad is, like, sexually assaulting her and raping yeah, her. Yeah, so now he's probably jealous. Jealous. I was going to say, like, there's some, there's some weird shit. So dad doesn't approve of Fred. He threatens to call social services if they continue to see each other. So again, Rosemary is not like she wants Fred. Mm -hmm. Like she genuinely wants him. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's disgusting. Clusterfuck. It really is. Literally. Uh, do to do to do. Dad doesn't approve. Does she stop? Hell no. Uh, Her dad does follow through though. Calls social services. And they had also at this point kind of heard rumors of there being some prostitution that's happening out of the camper that they're living in. Mm. So Rosemary is placed in a home for troubled teens. Um, She could leave for special occasions if she's supervised. But any time that that was granted to her, she is like doing everything she can to just escape and go to Fred. Right. She's trying to run away. Yep. So... At some point, Fred serves a 30-day sentence for theft, unpaid fines, just basic stupid shit. What happened to the kids? That 30-day um, period. That's a great question. I, wow. I guess placed in social, social services. Yeah. So, social services. Cause. Wow. So um, he is released. Rosemary, who is now out of the teen's home, leaves her parents' house and officially moves in with Fred. Ugh. So... At this point, she is 16. Her parents try to stop her. They can't. And then come to find out, Rosemary is also pregnant now. 
Of course she is. Why yep. am I not surprised? I mean, Fred is fertile myrtle over here. Yeah, like, like Fred, stop. Yeah. So she is again placed into care, mm. released on the promise. I don't know how this is like, I guess because it's the 60s. She's released on the promise that she will terminate the baby and move back in with her parents. But as soon as you hear that, what do you think? Abortion. Well, she's supposed to have an abortion, but my first thought was she's not going to do that. No, she's not going to abort the baby of the man that she's in love with right. and go move in with her parents. Like, if someone, of course, she's going to lie and say, okay, yeah, I will. Do you forget? No. I forget what serial killer we talked about, but the courts kept doing shit to him like that. They'd be like, promise you're not going to do it again. Yeah, and he's right. like, okay. okay. And then he gets out and does it like five right, more times. Right. It's just crazy. How can you make court decisions based on a promise from a 16-year-old? Right. right. Who's in love with a rapist. Yeah. So um, she doesn't do it, moves back in with Fred, parents disown her. Good mm -hmm. riddance. So 1970, she gives birth to Heather. And two months after she gives birth, Fred goes back to jail for seven months for stealing car parts. Oh, God. So Rosemary is at home taking care of three kids. All of them at this point are being forced to call her mom. I'm mm -hmm. sure she's super resentful already. Probably. Um, so later Charmaine and Anna would say they are often mistreated, beaten. It's not a good home life for them. No. And Anna, who is the second one was Catherine and Fred's right. actual child together. She is the submissive child. It mm. said that she was minder manners. She was very, she did whatever she could to like not she get in trouble. Like the pleaser. Charmaine, however, was very headstrong. She would um putting her in a bad oh sorry i was like wait that note didn't make sense so rosemary specifically hated charmaine so there are instances i think that this is just insane so we're talking about a kid at this point who is under the age of eight years old i think she was like four or five mm -hmm. but regardless of the physical and mental abuse from rosemary charmaine wouldn't cry she wouldn't mm -hmm. show signs of weakness she would often look rosemary dead in the face and say well my mom would never do blah 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 my mom wow. would never say blah 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 what a strong little girl it is so sad um That's so sad. at one point a neighbor visits the home unannounced and when they walked in they found charmaine naked and bound standing on top of a chair <gasps> she was being gagged and rosemary was beside her with a wooden spoon and they said all what we can recall as charmaine was calm and collected oh <gasps> How fucking terrifying is that? Because that's all she's endured her entire yep. life. That's all she knows. And I think there was just something in her that was like, this is fucked up, but I'm going to piss this woman the fuck. I'm going to get yeah. beaten either way. So yeah. I'm going to make her mad. Wow. So, so sad. Um, hospital records show that Charmaine suffered from severe puncture wounds to her left ankle. Mm. And anytime these kids visit the hospital very often, they were always explained away. Well, we've got several kids. Well, we're poor. Well, this, well, that. Like, the kids are outside playing on the farm. Whatever it is. Like, oh, my hospital God. Hospital's like, oh, okay, well, good to go. Yeah, they're just kids. Yeah. No. It's, um... In the meantime, the U.S., you can't even spank your fucking child without it being child abuse. But anyway. Yep. So... Cadence wouldn't know what spanking is like. I had one spanking in my whole life. I thought you said you had never been spanked. I've had one spanking in my whole life. You want to know what, what it was for? Last week? <laughs> <laughs> 
Alexa, let's, <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast now. Get back to the rape. <laughs> okay, back to the rape. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> actually, fun story. I was spanked <laughs> because... <laughs> My papa, my papa ran a tax business in an office that was like attached to the house. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was so funny if I would like dress up as a customer. And I guess I thought (laughs) it was convincing and walk and be like, I'm here to get my taxes done. (laughs) Well, one day I have a little Jasmine costume on. So really slinky little two piece. And I don't know, I'm probably five years old, like not appropriate. And, And he had customers there and I walk in and I'm like, I'm here to get my taxes. It probably looks so bad. And he's like, you need to get out of here or I'm going to spank your ass. And I was like, (laughs) and he took me out back and whooped me. And then my Nana threatened to divorce him. (laughs) Nana's like, you can never spank that precious angel ever again. She's a goddamn Disney princess. How dare you? Oh, Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) So we're at almost 50 minutes, guys. And we're going to end this episode on that note. Oh, my God. Like, we're not... Next episode is where shit gets real. Oh, God. So I this is a long one, but we had to set up everything. We'll either release this Thursday or Tuesday. We haven't decided yet, so just stay tuned. Part two Thursday part or two. Tuesday. We yeah, part two will either be Thursday or the following Tuesday. But we're getting ready to get into the bad shit. <laughs> like, Not like As any if of this, this wasn't, wasn't bad enough. Yeah. So um, that's what we've got so far in uh, Fred, Fred Wes's Gloucestershire. House of Horrors. Uh, it is a house of horror. Yeah. Camper so, of horrors. Camper of horror so far. We're getting ready to move into the house. Yeah. So, mm. guys, welcome Libras. It's your season. If you're a Libra out there, leave a comment. Yeah. But please, as always, like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Please, 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 please. We're trying to yes. push Marty's review out of there. Mm-hmm. So we need a couple of five stars to get uh, get past that. <laughs> we do. We do. We would appreciate it. And uh, <clears throat> that's it. Stay sinister. Bye.